got so many things to be thankful for. All of us do. I think I would be right in saying, I think it would be appropriate to say that we're all behind in praising and thanking God. Good morning and thank you for listening to the Walking by Faith podcast with Reverend Mark Hawks of Crossroads Ministries. Join him this morning as he discusses 1 Thessalonians 5 and 18. Listeners may visit our website, crossroadsministries.webador.com, for our platforms, monthly devotionals, and more. This is the Walking by Faith podcast at Crossroad Ministries. This is the Reverend Mark Hawks, and thank you once again for being here with us today on the podcast. If you have your Bibles, turn with me. The book of Psalms, chapter 107, and the first verse in Psalms 107. And it says, Oh, that men would praise the Lord for His goodness and for His wonderful works to the children of men. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord, once again for the opportunity to share the word of God, to share the gospel. We pray, Lord, that you'd anoint me, help me, Lord, to break the bread of life and to feed your sheep. We ask it in the mighty name of Christ. Amen and amen. I want to just preach here just a little bit. Since we're in the month of November, I just want to express the praise and the worship about being thankful to the Lord. We've got so many things to be thankful for. All of us do. I think I would be right in saying, I think it would be appropriate to say that we're all behind in praising and thanking God for what He's already done. I know we all complain. I know we all do. I I know many people who are far better natured than I am. They don't, you know, they're good natured. They don't even have anything to do with their faith or anything like that. Some some people are just naturally geared up to be, I don't know, maybe (laughs) more humble, more sweeter. And And I certainly can't say that about myself. I can't. But many times we get in a rut and we complain. We get focused upon the negative. But And I'm not here to preach about the power of positive thinking, although that's good. Because the Bible says, as a man thinketh in his heart, so easy, yes. It's like looking at a glass and it's half full of water. You've heard the expression. Is it half empty or is it half full? Well, actually, it's both. But the Word of God tells us here. Oh, that men would praise the Lord for his goodness. And as I've said before many times, the Apostle Paul writes, It's the goodness of God that leads us to repentance. It's the goodness of God that even makes us aware. It's the Spirit of God that makes us aware that we're even lost. That we have transgressed against God's word. That all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. But the Apostle Paul says, Thanks be unto God who gives to us the victory through our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Just imagine right now, just just imagine in your mind right now, Christian. What if? What if there had never been a place called Calvary? What if there had never been a man named Christ? What if there had never been a place to pay the penalty for all mankind to set all of us free? What if there had never been a Savior born in Bethlehem? What if He never came? And yet when He came into the world, the world, there was no trumpets blowing. There was no kings. Well, yeah, there was the wise men that came from the east, but they came quietly. They came below the radar. It was noticeable, yes. But just imagine and think about this, the wonders of of creation, that God Almighty became a a, a little baby, born in a major. 700 years before he came, and it's recorded in the book of Matthew, 700 years before he was incarnated and became a a child, that God became man, the God-man. 
700 years, Isaiah spoke and said in Isaiah chapter 7, verse 14, Therefore the Lord himself shall give you a sign. Behold, a virgin shall conceive and bring forth a son. What a glorious day that was for all mankind. Had it not been for the cross of Calvary, had it not been for the Son of God coming into the world, Oh, that men would praise the Lord for His goodness. The goodness of God leads us to repentance. The goodness of God and the Spirit of God makes us aware and wakes us up and calls us. He's looking for us. He came looking for us. That God commended His love toward us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for the ungodly. And you know, uh, in this book of Psalms, chapter 107, it's a beautiful psalm. And one thing that stands out about it is that it says that, Oh, that men would praise the Lord for His goodness and for His wonderful works to the children of men. It not only says it one time, but it says it again in verse 8. It says exactly the same thing. It says it again in verse 15. And it says it in verse 21. And it says it again in verse 31. So it, I counted it up. I may have missed it, but it says it five times. Well, you say, well, doesn't that get a little bit on your nerves to repeat something five times? I don't think so. doesn't me. I think it validates and expresses the goodness of God. And you just can't praise the Lord and thank Him enough for what all He's done. If somebody said, well, you know, I'm having hard times, and I'm sure many of you out there are having hard times, things of that nature. But the Bible tells us, well, I guess you could look at it this way. It, It could be worse. When Job didn't think it could get any worse, it did, it did get it did get a little bit worse before it got better. But the Bible tells us that all things work together for the good for them that love God, who are called according to His purpose. The Bible tells us in First Thessalonians chapter five verse eighteen. Now I used to read this, and I would I would read it wrong, or I'd quote it, and I would quote it wrong. The Apostle Paul writes here, and he says here. In 1 Thessalonians 5 and 18, in everything give thanks. It doesn't say for everything. It says in everything give thanks for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. You ever notice when people, you know, when it's dry, we we complain about how dry it is. And then when it starts raining, you know, of course, farmers need a certain amount of sunshine and rain to bring in the crop and to feed us. But it's the Lord that you don't have any control over the rain. And we don't have any control (laughs) as of yet over the weather. Now that's in the hands of Almighty God. But Jesus says that he makes it rain upon the righteous and the unrighteous. He lets the sun shine too. Uh, He could block out the sun if he wanted to, but he doesn't. He allows us to be able to have crops to plant seeds in the ground to bring forth food for farmers, feed all of us. Matter of fact, feed the entire world. But it stops when it comes to the rain that comes down from the heavens, comes down from God Almighty. I don't know. I used to watch these westerns and the Indians would have a rain dance. I don't know if that's historically accurate or not. I haven't really looked into it. But they'd have a rain dance. But the good Lord. We should be thankful. The book of James writes and says that every good and every good and perfect gift cometh down from above, from the Father of lights. And there's no shadow of turning. So we should thank the Lord for the rain that he sends 
and the sun that shines and the crops that bring forth food to feed us. Philippians, let me turn here to the book of Philippians, chapter 4, verse 11. And I refer to the, the Apostle Paul. And I just want to be in the spirit of thank you and of praise. You know, people refer to Thanksgiving as Turkey Day. Well, Turkey Day's come up and I'm going to be off from Morgan. i got a few days off. You know, I can sit back and get the barbecue out and, you know, and just be thankful. It's a national holiday, you know, recognized by the federal government. Then I hear people talking about being thankful, and they just say, I'm thankful. Who are you thankful to? Somebody is the recipient of all that I'm receiving. It doesn't just happen. Lord, thank you. Thank you, Lord. That Thank you that I'm not crippled. I'm not in a wheelchair. Lord, thank you that I'm not blind. Thank you that my eyes can see. Lord, thank you that my, my big nose, as big as it is, at least it can smell. Thank you, Lord, for my five senses. Thank you, Lord, that I can walk and breathe on my own, that I'm not hooked up to a machine. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, that I have fresh water and food on my table every day. Thank you, Lord, that the mercies, the mercies of the Lord endureth forever. Matter of fact, that's what it says in 1 Chronicles chapter 16, verse 34. Oh, give thanks unto the Lord, for His mercy endureth forever. In the Philippians chapter 4, and back here I know you think I lost my way, but here I am. The Apostle Paul writes, and he says this here. In Philippians chapter 4, verse 11. Not that I speak in respect of want, for I have learned in whatsoever state I am, therewith to be content. Verse 12, I know both how to be abased. I know how to abound. And everywhere and in all things I am instructed both to be full and to be hungry, both to abound and to suffer need. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Verse 19, but my God shall supply all your needs according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. Now unto God and our Father be glory forever and forever. Amen. Are you behind in thanking the Lord for all that he's done? If you are, just lift up your hands right now. The Apostle Paul said, I would therefore that men pray everywhere, lifting up holy hands, without wrath and without doubting, giving thanks unto the Lord, lifting up holy hands. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord for sunshine, for rain. For oxygen, for lungs that work, that are able to take in air and oxygen. Thank you, Lord, for the perfect balance of nitrogen and oxygen upon this earth that makes life possible. Thank you, Lord, that it's all held in check, held in place by your power, by your word. Go repeat, be to his holy name. Oh, that men would praise the Lord. So when Paul says here in 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, He's, he doesn't say, for everything give thanks. Well, that would be crazy. Well, Lord, I thank you that I was in a car wreck, and I thank you, Lord, that, that I'm sick, and I thank you, Lord, that I'm afflicted, and I thank you, Lord, for bad health. No, that's not what Paul says. Paul says, I've learned in whatever state I'm in to be content, to be thankful to the Lord in everything. In everything give thanks unto the Lord. For we know that all things work together for the good to them that love God, who are called according to His purpose. Hey, may I remind you that you're not home yet. One day we'll say goodbye, world, goodbye, by the help and by the grace of God and by the blood of Jesus Christ. One day we will say goodbye, world, goodbye. You can have it. It's all yours. You can have all the silver and the gold. Give me Jesus. What would it profit a man if he should gain the whole world and lose his own soul? In everything give thanks, for this is the will. For Paul says, in everything, in everything, 
give thanks for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. God has a plan for you, me, and all of us. God has a plan for you and me. I've served the Lord for 30-some years, well, 40-some years since I've been a young man. I came to Christ, and He gets sweeter every day. I'm not lying. He gets sweeter every day. <laughs> I'm a miserable failure. And I know he's disappointed in me, but I've never been disappointed in him. I'm like the, like the Apostle Paul says, Oh, man, forsaken me. Oh, man, forsaken me. But yet the Lord stood with me. The Lord has stood with me. Like I used to hear one brother used to say years ago in church service, <laughs> we get up there. He said, I believe in rock and roll. Now, hold on. I believe in rock and roll. He would say, I have my foot on the rock. And my name is in the Lamb's Book of Life on the roll. He is so good to us. He is so good to all of us. He is so good to every one of us. And I think that in this month of November, as we lead up to not Turkey Day, but Thanksgiving Day, I want to be thankful. And I want to acknowledge all the abundant blessings that He's blessed me with. And I feel like it. there's a lot of Christians out there that if you're a little bit behind thanking Him and praising Him, well, let's catch up. Let's catch up. Acknowledge the Lord. And He will direct in all thy ways. Acknowledge the Lord and He will direct our paths. Be thankful unto Him. Lift up His holy name. David said, I will enter His gates with thanksgiving and His courts with praise. I think we need to catch up on praising Him and thanking Him. Not only for what He's already done, but just go ahead and thank Him for what He's going to do. As I go in here to the month of November, I just hope to pray that I can just preach the gospel and acknowledge the goodness of the Lord. For without the mercy of the Lord, we would all be consumed. So I thank you for joining us here today. And I pray that you'll be with us next week as we continue these messages on being thankful to the Lord. And may the Lord bless you until we meet again the next time. Amen. Thank you for listening to the Walking by Faith podcast with Reverend Mark Hawks of Crossroads Ministries. Join us next Sunday, November the 21st, for a new message. Listeners may follow Crossroads Ministries on Facebook for all the latest updates. If you would like to partner with Crossroads Ministries and the Walking by Faith podcast, consider donating through our Anchor or Spotify platforms. If you have a prayer request, you may message us via the Facebook Messenger app, and all requests are kept private. Because we walk by faith, not by sight, we hope that this message has touched your hearts and your homes this Sunday.